Hello, Annie Trenders. Welcome to the Girl Taku, hosted by the ladies of Anime Trending. We are back with another fun topic on the table. My name is Gracie, and I'm joined by. Hello, I am Isabel, and this is Agnes. So, without further ado, the Girl Taku today will be about cosplay. Namely, you know, what characters we would like to cosplay as if given the chance or, you know, we get a spark of creativity and semstress skills to do so because it does require quite a bit of skills to build your own cosplay outfit. So because uh, we are talking about cosplay, we will not just be relegating it to anime pics like we usually do for Girl Taku. We will include all sorts of variety, whether it's from other manga, light novels, games, anything of the sort that you you would like to cosplay as is included in this topic. So last week we started with Isabel. So this week we will start with Agnes. And first question, have you ever cosplayed before? I did a closet cosplay, yes. Oh, wow. (laughs) I regret to inform you. I did do a closet cosplay when I was in high school. Um, I'll probably explain a little bit of background for that one. Um, I didn't really have a lot of cosplay friends while growing up. I had a lot of anime friends, but they were kind of like the more subdued anime friends that watch stuff online, but didn't really commit to a lot of things. And I once had a flash of inspiration that because Halloween is the great time to dress up in a costume, so was that in cosplaying. And at the time, I was really into Fate Zero. I was really into the Fate series in general. So I did, for two years, a cosplay of Rin Tosaka from the Fate series. Needless to say, it was a very bad closet cosplay. And for many of you guys who may not know what the term closet cosplay is, it's a term using uh, to describe taking clothes and articles of fabric or whatever you have at home and just kind of putting it on and calling it a day and calling it a cosplay versus more hardcore cosplaying where they're sitting down, they're taking like PVC type of stuff, polyester, fabrics, hot glue gun, you know, a 3D printer materials and a lot of other things just to put it together and create a cosplay. So there's a, a wide variety of it. I, I'm unfortunate to say that I am not a cosplayer. I do know people who cosplay and can pull it off pretty well. And I admire the hell out of them because of the time, the dedication, and the resistance to just be in character and not like want to strip off your clothes and be like, oh my god, this is way too hot. I don't want to be this cosplay anymore. So I really admire cosplaying, but I don't think I would ever attempt to do another cosplay again. So, with that being said, though, I think you are the one who even chose this topic on which characters. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I, you know, the thing is, you know, it's it's one thing because my brain is so wired to practicals. Like, is it too hot? Is it too light? Is it, you know, going to contrast with the things I wear? Is it something I can wear on the street? You know, I think of, like, all these uh, realistic questions without ever asking myself, like, if you had the chance to kind of let go and be a little bit more creative, what would you like to cosplay as? And it took me a while to kind of like wrestle myself out of that realistic headspace and kind of enjoy myself while scrolling through a lot of these. And I'm really glad that you said, Gracie, that we could go with the gaming route because in anime, I feel like there's a lot of options that I don't feel quite connected with to cosplay as. I feel like a lot of options for anime, especially high fantasy, uh, leaning towards more the isekai, they look kind of bland or boring, with the exception of a few, I understand. But a lot of other isekais and high fantasies look pretty boring as compared to video games and mobile games, with Fate being the highest ranking one with so many unique designs and units that you can use um, and then other mobile games like Arknights and then uh, online games like Valorant, League of Legends and stuff like that so I can see where a lot of the inspiration comes from but if I have to say there are two cosplays that I would like to do and unfortunately they both come from video games uh, the first one would be from a Star Wars video game that I played in the last year and a half called Jedi Fallen Order. And I would like to cosplay as Marin from Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Marin is a Dathomirian witch. So she has like a gray ashen skin and she wears like this magnificent like red garb and hoodie that kind of makes her very mysterious. And she tosses like green balls of ichor to her opponents. So it's like really cool to watch her. And I was just like, wow, I really like this elaborate getup that she has. It looks really spooky so I really wanted to try something like that too and you can like hide your face a lot with like a lot of the makeup and the hoodie so you don't have to feel as self-conscious with this kind of cosplay I guess 
Is she the one in, since I don't play games at all, so she wears I, I, red if I'm she not. She wears red. Okay, so if you look okay. up Jedi Fallen Order, you search up her name Marin. So that's M-E-R-R-I-N. You should be able to find her. Oh, she has cool markings on her face. I like yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah, she's really cool. I I would love to be able to cosplay as her, but I'm. It's also because I've become a, a, a recent Star Wars fan, so I'm just kind of like Google Gaga over that kind of. Yeah, I was currently. gonna say like I feel like in recent years, especially you had gotten really into Star Wars as of late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would you, out of curiosity, like wear a wig to get the blonde hair, or would you still like keep your hair? I would wear the wig. Okay. I don't have any confidence to bleach my hair, and my mom would probably skin me alive. She doesn't like hair dye. <laughs> I I don't think she likes hair dyes, and I don't want to try it and ruin my hair. <laughs> <laughs> you could tempt the devil with your mom. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't. I don't want to hurt her poor heart if I decide to bleach my ha- my hair blonde. And I don't even know if I would look good with blonde hair anyway. Mm-hmm. So I would rather wear a wig so that it's not permanent, or have some sort of um, spray dye that they do for the hair that you can like easily rinse off with water. I know they have that for um, if you like to do ombre style like hair colors for your hair, you can definitely do something. Ha- There's a lot of shampoos and conditioners that can give that temporary color, but you can easily wash it off after a couple weeks use. Is this the only outfit she wears? The red one with the hood, or yeah, that's the main one that she wears. The okay. the big like cloak and the tunic that she wears underneath. Uh, because that's the that's the only time that we see her because she lives on a very isolated planet when you meet her in the game. So she doesn't actually have a lot of other skins. She doesn't have a lot of other options that you can wear. That's just what she wears. Although Jedi Survivor, which is the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, is coming out soon, so I'm really excited to see. If she does have a new design or if she's going to stick to her old design, if they're going to make like some tweaks and changes to reflect how she's now exploring the galaxy as a whole and that she's now incorporating different types of styles to her current clothing. Okay, got it. All right, so if that is your first pick, then what do you have for your second pick for a character you'd like to cosplay as? The second one that I would really like to cosplay as that made a big impact with me is, I would say, something that's a little bit more risque. Oh, portrayed. okay. Um, <laughs> if I had the boobs, which I don't, um, and if I had the physique that she had, I would want to cosplay as her. But unfortunately, I do not have the boobs. I am very flat chested. So uh, that being said, the character that I would like to cosplay as would be Velvet Crow. She makes a very brief appearance in the anime series of Tales of Zestaria, but she is the main character in Tales of Berseria, which is the actual Oh, I play. Uh, this one, I remember you and Jack just fangirling, or I mean, oh, yeah, fanboying, I mean- <laughs> but fanboy fangirling over her. Yes, yes, I remember. <laughs> Velvet Crow is really hot. I have to say, like, she's really hot. Um... And I really like how she pulls off that whole design of like a, a vagabond look for a female character. And of course, like, you know, she is rather sexualized with a lot of her more tattered clothing. But it makes a little bit more sense in the context of the story because as a teenager, she found out that there was a nefarious plot going on at the beginning of the story. Her younger brother is sacrificed by an older man who she regarded as a family member. And because she uncovered that secret, she was basically tossed into a dungeon with a bunch of demons and was left there to die. And as a result, when you actually play her for the first time in the game, it's actually her breaking out of that prison as a much older woman now and having like all these tattered like cloaks, having a very tattered like top and what assumedly looks like pants or shorts. And that's all that she wears because she's just basically clawing her way out of this hole. And she has a really wicked right arm, a right arm or left arm too, that I would really like to like, kind of like f- figure out how, how I would want to cosplay as that. I can see why you said, like, you having a flat chest can be an issue because at first in my head, I was like, well, there's, you know, paddings, you know, oh, that no, you could no, do. No, not for this character. Yeah. Not for this character. Uh, she has underboob. That's a thing, right? <laughs> and so you need something to kind of either push up the chest and kind of make it more, like, voluptuous in order to wear that kind of top that she has. If I were to cosplay her in my normal physique currently... I would want to try to figure out a way to make it a little less revealing and a little less tattery because with the way that her stockings are really tattered, her shorts are really tattered, her cloak's really tattered, 
that's going to have a lot of fabric fraying and that's going to be really annoying trying to like move around anywhere, especially if you get snagged on something or you're like in Anime Expo and there's like a million people there and it's really hard to kind of like move around without further tearing anything on your cosplay. So this is a very important question. Does she wear heels though? <laughs> yes, she does. Oh gosh. She wears, so uh, Velvet Crow is really cool because in the in the game she is a she's a martial arts user, so she gets like a lot of she does a lot of close combat quarter fighting, and so all of her move sets are actually kicks. So if you scroll down through her character image art, you can see that she wears like these steel tipped boots with kind of like metal greaves on her shins and they look really cool and I'm just like yes I would love to wear that but my he- my feet are probably going to murder me but you know what that's okay it's for the cost of cosplay <laughs> see so uh, I, when I wrote this tweet during Anime Expo where I was like walking at Anime Expo in heels is a skill and one that I've yet to master this is what I mean because <laughs> exactly no I, absolutely exactly. I was wearing heels for like business purposes and stuff because you know as an organization we don't just go to uh, anime expo for fun we actually do kind of have some missions on you know panels we want to cover for news sake and of course some business outreach as well so that was why i was wearing like you know i wouldn't even say they were heels they were wedges you know but they had an elevated heel per se where it looks nice and then I was dead. <laughs> my feet was dead oh, yeah. by the end of the first day. And I see these girls in their heels in their cosplay just walking all day and the entire convention. I'm like, girls, how are you guys doing this? Because I cannot manage to do this at all. So it is a skill and one that is extraordinarily hard to master. So in my opinion, at least. So yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I understand. Oh, I looked down at character art a little bit more carefully with her shoes and I don't I think it's like a weird hybrid between like a regular steel boot and maybe some heel oh so that's nicer some, that's nicer, yeah so there's yeah. probably some 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 area where you can do some more modification in regards to what kind of footwear you have to wear at a convention for that so yeah yeah no boots are definitely because I I have worn heeled boots to anime expo before and they did not destroy my feet the way that heels and wedges do I think it has to do with like the support right like how it wraps around your feet so yeah it's the support and because there's not enough surface area with like stilettos and stuff like that your feet are gonna hurt after a while um with the way that you're putting too much pressure on a small point of contact that hits the floor Mm. as compared to wedges where wedges are a little bit more bearable because you're putting your weight on a wider a slightly wider area which is like the almost the whole sole of your foot and then afterwards you know you have regular shoes you have flats sneakers and stuff like that and sandals where it's the whole foot and you have much more stability and you can kind of like distribute your weight more over uh the the width of your feet and your shoes mm-hmm. I, I i was like looking up who invented tennis shoes <laughs> during anime expo because i was you just were? so thankful yes i i at one point when i just got in my tennis shoes i was like whoever made these are in heaven right now <laughs> and so and i tried to look up who invented them and i couldn't find them it was just like it was created the first designs were created in europe somewhere and then it became mainstream eventually and i'm like who's inventor though i was never able to find it but i thank them for creating tennis shoes because my god i could not wear heels and walk at the same time after the first day so uh, well anyway this took a little bit of a side uh, comment about like how shoes work per se when we walk but isabel what do you think of agnes's choices are you surprised i don't know one of the characters so i obviously can't be surprised with that but uh with the tale of uh tale of Berseria, like she her the protagonist like that doesn't surprise me at all so velvet that's her name velvet so velvet doesn't surprise me at all but what about you isabel like did any of agnes's choices surprise you i found a common theme i feel like agnes i don't know if your favorite color is red because all the characters oh yeah yes i try mm -hmm. well red is uh is my favorite color red and black are my favorite colors but on a day-to-day basis, I don't wear them as frequently or I don't have them in my room just because, like, it absorbs a lot of heat. It's really garish sometimes, too, when it, they're together. So that's why you don't really see me, like, always, like, red and, red and black all the way around. You usually see me in a black t-shirt because it's, like, convenient. It's something that I bought for cheap. But you don't usually see me all the time in red. 
Got it. Yeah, because the characters you mentioned, especially yeah, when you start with Rin, and then also Velvet here, looks oh, very a theme similar. Isn't it? Oh, yeah, shit. there's a theme there. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Did you just choose Rin because you liked her, or like she was like I kind do, of the I do like her. Um, I think I mm-hmm. stated in a, a previous podcast that out of all the fake girls that are offered, at least in the main scenario, Rin Tosaka is by far my favorite because I do not like the other two. Mm-hmm. I love Saber's design and outfit, but I also see way too many cosplayers for Artoria that I'm just like, I no, I, I, I won't be cosplaying as Artoria. <laughs> I was I was just about to else. ask, like, I know why you dislike one of them, but I was like, why why do you dislike Saber? Yeah. <laughs> Saber I think is just so popular of a image when you think of fate. When in the reality is is that fate is so largely encompassing of so many different servants, so many different units, so many different designs, especially because Fate Go, as it grew bigger and bigger as a mobile game, they decided to contract newer and newer artists to design different units that would be actual playable characters that you can roll for in the game. And as a way that is also artist exposure for them and that they're now part of a big IP, so to speak. And so I really liked playing through FGO just because I could see all these character designs. But once in a while, you will see a Saber unit that basically has Takeuchi redrawing Saber's face because it's his favorite kind of style over and over again on many, many of the units. And you kind of get sick of it. Mm, Um, I can probably count off to the top of my head. There are probably 10 to 15 Saber lookalikes. Oh. As character units. And some of them aren't even actual Saber saber like not even artorias pendragon some of them are like nero from uh fate uh fate extra some of them are um like in the fake grand order game you have lakshima um who is the uh she was like a, a warrior queen from india yeah she has a fate uh she has a saber face claim like a face like a saber like image you can you can literally put her next to saber pendragon and you can see that the literally the only difference is their color palette Mm, that sucks. That's not yeah, good. Yeah, so that's why that's why I really gurgated over Saber in particular over the years is because I've seen her so much that I'm really sick of it. I love her costume though. Her costume I think is really cool. It has it doesn't feel like typical fantasy body armor where it's just like boobs and like, you know, uh, a tight little underwear that has some sort of steel part of it and then you call it a day. But it feels like true uh armor regalia where it's like covering her chest properly it's covering like all of her like more internal organs like you know breastplate and all of these greaves and stuff that she has and then it has a, a more of a uh, a sword maiden fantasy feel with like the flare of her skirts and stuff like that too so i really like that but unfortunately my love for saber has really dulled over the years and i can <laughs> no longer say i want to cosplay a saber i will say though one of the biggest reasons why I don't want to go into cosplaying was several years ago, I saw a tweet of a Saber and a Gilgamesh cosplayer. I think they're a couple, an actual couple in real life and they're standing in line at a convention and they went decked out. They decided to cosplay with the two characters' respective armor pieces, but try to make it out of real armor, real metal. And I remember seeing a lot of the comments below. People were saying like, oh, it must be really hot wearing that thing. And the I think the the guy who was playing Gilgamesh uh, messaged them back and said like, yeah, you know, I actually had to sit down for a couple hours because that thing was so heavy. And so from that day on, I was like, if I ever have to cosplay, I'm not going to do something that is truly a heavy armor like that, even if it looks really cool. I see. Okay, that's where your practicality uh, comes back in. Yeah, that's where my practicality kicks in. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Well, all right. So I think, uh, I mean, you know, if we ever see you in those cosplay, I would be really excited. Maybe there are ways to make the underboob happen, you know? Like, I know there are tricks to these things. I just don't know them, so... <laughs> yeah, I would know them, too. Maybe I can ask my cosplayer friends. She might know a couple tricks. Yeah, actually, what you said uh, kind of reminded me, because, um, you know, you said, like, one of your friends did a Maki cosplay, and 
I thought to myself, I'm like, she's probably one of the few characters I would cosplay as just because I think her clothes are cover enough of the body that I would like, you know? And then on top of that, and the most important thing is that she has glasses. (laughs) Yeah, so you can wear them. So I can wear my glasses. I do have contacts, but I'm terrible with them. Getting them into my eye is a huge struggle. I'll actually tell you a funny story. So Back in college, uh, I did this. I was part of this nonprofit group, and we hosted a Halloween night at an elementary school. And it's called. It was like Rejected Princesses uh, Trick or Treat. And basically, um, we we and the girls, like a group of girls, we all dressed up as these historical figures or mythical figures that have done really scary powerful things which fits the theme of Halloween and what happened was the kids would just like stop by our stations and we kind of role play as those historical characters or mythical characters and be like you know oh I like you know I murder like I set an entire kingdom on fire with you know pigeons and stuff like that and I think that was one of the characters too and then another one was like you know I like defended my island all on my own and I like got onto a ship and like personally decapitated the the captain and everything like that and yes these are like little elementary school kids (laughs) that we were telling these stories to but they were absolutely fascinating they had a really great time but my point of the story was one of the characters that uh, the character that I was for that Halloween for that event was a pirate queen from China and she did not wear glasses like she like historically speaking she didn't wear glasses and so I could wear the clothes she wore very easily simply because I have traditional Chinese clothes there you know so it's just in my closet but Oh my God, was getting contacts in my eyes a huge struggle. Like my, I tried to do it myself and I could not do it. I tried to do it while my friends who have always worn contacts, like sat there and instructed me. I couldn't do it. Finally, one of them just straight up tried to put the contacts in my eyes on her own. She couldn't do it. And another friend came in and held me down and like held my eyes open. And it was with two of them that they finally got the first contact in. I think in total, it took one and a half hours just to get contacts into my eyes. So I just, I'm not someone who, my eyes are just very sensitive to anything like getting near them or touching them. And so because of that, it's just such a struggle with contacts that it's just easier for me to wear glasses. But unfortunately, there aren't a lot of characters who just naturally wear glasses at the same time. So that's why it's like a bit of a a befuddly situation for me to be in. So yeah. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah, I only started wearing contacts because I was doing karate when I was younger. So it was kind of imperative that I was wearing them. But I do agree with you. At one point, you kind of prefer to wear glasses because it's such a hassle to put in the contact. And then over time, especially like if you have sensitive eyes, or if you have dry eyes like me, you know, it starts to get really crusty and it becomes really irritable to see. Versus if you just have glasses, you just wear them all day. You usually don't have any problems with them. Right, exactly. And what's funny is I can actually take out the contacts by myself very easily. Oh. It's mm-hmm. it's almost yeah, like... Taking out the contacts is easy. Putting them in is the hardest. Yes. Um, you, I think the only people who are really gifted in putting in contacts is an optometrist. Because <laughs> they do this for everybody that they meet. My, my mom's optometrist. Like, I remember my mom has been wearing contacts, like, all her life. Like, she does not wear glasses out in public. Um, and she had a lot of... She struggled a lot trying to help me put on my own contacts mm-hmm. when I was growing up. And then we go to the optometrist. She just slides them right under my eyelids. And it's like, boop, boop. And that's it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally less than, like, 10 seconds. And I was like, wow, this woman is amazing. So... When it comes to inexperienced hands, it is difficult to put on a contacts and then learning by yourself is a big struggle. But you can always learn, I think, more tips and tricks from your local optometrist because they've put it in for everybody (laughs) that they meet. Yeah, no, it was. Yeah, but I also kind of swore off contacts because of just how much of a struggle it was for me every time. So my options for cosplay are limited because I want to be able to wear glasses right yeah uh, with that being said though I even though I would love to you know cosplay as Maki I ops I 
Uh, I ultimately wouldn't because one, I don't have her stature, like her physical stature of broadness. Like she's very muscly and strong and <laughs> I am not. And so that's the first thing. The second thing is, uh, you know, you joked about how your friend, you know, who cosplayed as Maki definitely has the chest to do so. And I was like, oh, I definitely I'm the same place as you, Agnes. I do not have the chest to do something like that. I have a very flat chest. So uh, but I did. There is one character that I have always thought to myself that if I had to cosplay, I would cosplay as her because I would look really like her as well. And it's Queen from Final Fantasy Type Zero. It's she she wears glasses and she kind of wears like their school uniform and stuff. But it's just something about her face and something about the way she looks that I'm like, I could pull this off very easily from the way she parts her hair and how she has a clip in her bangs. And um, and obviously she's wearing the glasses and the body physique is good. And then on top of that, she uses a sword. And I absolutely love swords. I, I love it so much that I almost cussed. And so... <laughs> And so I absolutely love swords. And so I thought I felt like, you know, if I had to cosplay one day, then I would cosplay as her. And I also like how she wears her scarf in the front as well. So uh, so that's like my first pick for cosplay. But that being said, I'm not actually a person who would enjoy it really either. So that's probably why I'm looking for characters who I look so similar to. So, yeah. <laughs> I really like her sword design. I feel like you could spend time on that if you made made the sword yourself, maybe. It's mm -hmm. just yeah, so the pauldrons, intricate. too. Mm -hmm. The pauldrons would be really nice. All you just need to do is grab a basic schoolgirl skirt, uh, some socks, some loafers, and uh, like a, I don't know, a knit top. Yep, exactly. Sew in a couple, uh, sew in a couple of belts and then just make the pauldrons and the, the scarf and the sword. What I understand from cosplaying is I had a friend who cosplayed as Usopp from One Piece at Anime Expo recently, and I went to go see him. It was like a basic homemade cosplay, and he made like his weapon out of a 3D printer, and there were so many people that were coming up to him and complimenting him on his cosplay, mainly because they're all One Piece fans, and there's such a great, healthy fandom for it. But they, a lot of them complimented his weapon the most, which was something that he made out of a 3D printer. So definitely, I think if you're able to pull off that basic look at the cosplay, but really put in a lot of time and effort on the sword, that would really catch people's eyes. You could do a lot with that sword, actually, now that I think about it. You could probably buy a lot of materials online and, and or like golden twine or something to make that part of the uh the handle and the um the base of the the sword yeah no for sure and i also I, and i just overall like my favorite weapon is despite everything a sword probably has to do with the fact that i grew up watching chinese dramas and chinese dramas are often using the main characters are often using swords to fight but i did actually take like sword training lessons for a while as a kid and i mean obviously ultimately it didn't go anywhere because i was doing too much other stuff on top of that i, I was doing violin and swimming and chinese lessons etc etc. So, uh, so I eventually like, I didn't go very far, but funnily enough, my sword lessons as a kid had transferred over very well to my writing. <laughs> and so, um, any sort of writing involving swords, people have always like, people have always commented and said like, wow, like it's so realistic and stuff. And I'm like, probably because of my slight, like early lessons that I did with the sword. But yeah, no, Queen, like, you have to admit, like, Queen, I kind of naturally look like her, you know, so. You do? Yeah, yeah. I can see it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, so I just, the only difference is our personalities are completely different, so. Uh, but, yeah, I, I naturally look like her, so I feel like it would be easy to do, and I think it would be really fun to have a sword for something like that. So, yeah. Um, so that is my first pick. My second pick is from Shadow's House, which, uh, Agnes, oh. I know you've seen. Um but I could technically pull off, like, a boyish look, you know, since I have a flat chest. It's not going to take much for me to appear like I have no chest. And so I thought of that really cute moment with um, John and Sean because I think Sean is the one who has who's uh, nearsighted. So he wears glasses, but then he doesn't wear them because... Um, 
his shadow, uh, John, doesn't need glasses. But then there was like a cute moment where John was like, oh, I'm wearing glasses just to like, you know, so you can wear glasses as well, even though I don't need it and stuff like that. And I thought that was really cute. And I'm like, and I'm like, I could totally be John. You know, my voice wouldn't. Well, I guess my voice would work as well because he's a young character. So uh, so if I lower my voice a bit, I could sound like a boy. And then on top of that, you know, once again, I can like cover my chest easily to appear like a boy and John's personality is very similar to mine in that he's very happy-go-lucky and like very excited and like openly affectionate towards people that he cares about and so uh, it also I do like Shadow's House's um, outfits as a whole like not just talking about John but you know whether it's Kate or uh, whether it's Kate Kate or Louise or uh, oh gosh uh, Mary Rose in the current second season has this incredible outfit that I love with like ruffled collared shirts and like these um, sort of like 1700s pants and so she she wears kind of those Ikemen uh, Ikemen clothes that um, or Ikiona, is that how you pronounce it? Um, Ikiona, yeah. yeah. So she wears Ikiona clothes, which is obviously made up, set up to be sort of a contrast to her uh, human or slash, or really her quote-unquote living doll who wears very feminine dresses. And so, um, but overall, I just really like Shadowhouse's, like, characters, like, outfits. And so I would prefer probably playing Mary Rose based on just the outfits alone but that being said um she doesn't wear glasses and like I said I have refused to put in contacts anymore so I would I'm more than happy to play a boy character of John and wear his like you know blue boyish fancy clothes and have those glasses on and just be like oh I'm doing it so Sean can wear his glasses too so yep that's my second pick You know, I was really surprised that you mentioned Final Fantasy because I'm like, Gracie doesn't play video games. What is this? This is a novelty. Oh, but I I watch Final Fantasy videos. Have I not talked about that before? No, no, no. I, I know, I know. That's the I meant it as a tease. I'm like, oh my god, Gracie <laughs> doesn't play video games, but she played Final Fantasy Zero. No, she actually just watched <laughs> video clips. Yes, online. I did. And in fact, I cried to Type Zero. So. Oh my god, the uh, poor thing. And also the chicken bump, uh, bump of chicken salt was really good as well. Oh, actually, that reminds that me. Speaking right. of Final Fantasy, you know, as a kid though, I remember in middle school that I fell in love with. T- Tifa, uh, when I oh yeah Tifa hell yeah yeah I fell in love with her and I I think I remembered and this is probably going to be a little sad because I grew up in an area where there isn't a lot of Asian you know a lot of Asian people in my school like I could I could in middle school probably count on my hand how many like Asian kids are in the school they were not saying my school wasn't diverse in fact it was very diverse it was like equally split between um you know. Uh, Hispanic people and um, and and black people and uh, white people, but it's just specifically Asians was very very small and like a very small percentage. And so, growing up not really being around other Asian people and then not really seeing Asian characters, even in anime, you know, when we think about it, a lot of the anime characters they don't look Asian per se. And so, with their hair color and you know their the ways that their eyes are shaped and stuff like that, so. But I distinctly remember when my best friend in middle school at the time, she um, she got into Final Fantasy and she showed it to me. I had this moment where I was like, oh, my gosh, Tifa looks like me. You know, like she oh, yeah. she looks like me with the long hair, black hair and the dark brown eyes. And, you know, and she's so cool with her physique and stuff like that, that I absolutely fell in love with her. And I remembered for a long time, I'm like, I wish I could like find a Halloween costume like hers because I, I would just be her and it, I would actually be like a character instead of, you know, not really fitting in with the character that, you know, that I tend to play as whenever, you know, Halloween comes around or whenever, you know, we do any sort of activities at school and stuff like that. So, uh, so Tifa, like, had a huge impact as me as a kid. I don't care as much for her outfits anymore now because of the fact that she does show her belly button and I actually don't like that. Like, I, I'm not saying, like, you know, I don't like the character design. More, like, literally, I just don't like showing my belly button. It makes me feel very uncomfortable because 
my stomach just doesn't like to get exposed to the air, like physically speaking. It, it just doesn't like that. So that's why I wouldn't be able to play her uh, or like, you know, cosplay as her. But that being said, you know, she did have a pretty big impact on me when I first laid eyes on her. And I definitely like, you know, if this was middle school me, I would be like Tifa, like I would cosplay as Tifa. So uh, so that so that's like a little, I guess, like guest uh, answer to the topic we have today. So, yeah, that is really cute. I want to ask, though, because you mentioned how you would be uncomfortable wearing Tifa's out her main outfit, right? With like the the crop top, the yes, suspenders, yes, mm-hmm. the exposed belly. What about her outfit that she had in Advent Children? I did love that outfit, yes. Because <laughs> that outfit doesn't really show that much belly. There is a sliver of skin that shows, I think, in the official promo pictures. Mm-hmm. But honestly, you can kind of tuck in that white waistband part of that outfit into her pants and you would just cover up your stomach completely. Yes. And it would be fine. No one would tell the difference. No, that's exactly right. And I, if even in middle school, I would rank the Advent Children outfit over the game outfit in regards to what I would like to wear. I also just love her leather gloves in the Advent. Um, mm, yeah. yeah. The gloves. <laughs> oh, gosh, the gloves are so cool. And it's like, I mean, a little a little fangirling about Advent Children, even though the plot, like the movie was messy for sure. But like that one moment where she like slowly like puts on those gloves before she fights, I was just like, oh, yeah, that was my cool. God. Yeah. <laughs> and even when like, uh, was his name Lobo? Whatever. The antagonist, whenever the antagonist like shocked her with his like, you know, with his with his weapon there was like a moment where like the electricity is kind of still like tingling on her on her gloves and she just shakes it off of her hand and i was just like oh it's so- <laughs> yeah it's really cool yeah i think we should we should maybe we should try to pull it off with gracie next year uh isabel yeah when we go to anime expo let's see if we can try to pull it off on gracie you want me to wear uh tifa's advent uh advent i think so i think it would really make a statement and it would and you know final fantasy 7 a final fantasy series in general is such so memorable to japanese people a lot of japanese people played it a lot of japanese people grew up with it so i think if you walked around the exhibit hall and you met industry people i think they might be actually like complimenting your cosplay maybe well, but what about my glasses, guys? <laughs> we'll figure out a way to work with the contacts. But for now, you know, either that or we'll ask you to take off your glasses and all we just do is a photo shoot. Yeah, photo shoot. Oh, yeah, 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 them. that's true. Because the thing is, it's like a lot of these cosplayers, they're carrying around heavy equipment, which is like all of their clothing, all of their gear, all of their extra paraphernalia, their weapons, stuff like that. Those are really heavy. But the most that they do is actually just standing there for the shots and just transporting their stuff from different photo shoots. So I think that is a better option if you don't want to like crash land into something and then feel like, oh my god, I'm so useless without my glasses. I mean, I could probably spare to do the contacts one more time. It was just you guys are going to have to be the one to figure out how to put it in my eyes. <laughs> we will fi- when there's a will there's a way that is we true will figure it and out. you know what's funny is i could walk around anime expo in her advent uh in her advent outfit because she wears um she wears sneakers so i can literally yeah, walk you, around there you go you know tying back to the whole thing about like practical footwear that we talked about earlier you know one of the things that i understood about cosplaying is like you could be as extravagant as you want, but you also have to figure out a way to be practical and figure out a way how to like fold things up, how to store them properly and things like that while transporting and or walking around. Mm-hmm. So Tifa's alf- Advent Children um, outfit is a spectacular choice because like you said, she just wore sneakers. And it's a pretty breezy outfit too from the looks of it because like she's wearing like cargo pants. Yeah, yeah. Too, mm-hmm. And those are not like as heavy as wearing jeans or something that or like a, a big dress or something like that. Mm-hmm. She also, has a thing that i naturally like in outfits like clothes as a whole is like even though she has cargo pants it's like a cargo pants connected to a skirt because it kind of flows out behind her yeah no that's actually a type of clothing that i really like personally i they're not as popular here in the u.s but in asia that type of like you know, shorts attached to a skirt thing is, especially in China, I remember. So I do have like those outfits. I mean, they're colorful because uh, Chinese clothes tend to be more colorful, but um, they're colorful. But I, that type of clothing, I genuinely like. So that's probably also why I was very pulled to the Advent uh, design. So yeah, (laughs) maybe, yeah, we could, we could figure that out. Also, speaking of the practicality thing, 
You know what this made me think of is uh, before the pandemic, Junie Tyson had come out, which was like this Zodiac Battle Royale thing. And oh, yeah, there were a lot of guys cosplaying as Rabbit. That was basically kind of like a stripper sort of outfit. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, how have they been managing this cosplay? Like, do you think they like change out of it? But I feel like I just saw them walking around. Do you remember that at all? (laughs) I kind of also remember that. Yeah, but I think it's because guys have the ability to be a little bit more ballsy with cosplaying and walking around almost half naked. So there's there's a there there is some stigma and there is some uh societal overtones to the reason why like a lot of males can walk around looking like uh the rabbit from Jeannie Tyson. Okay. Yeah, no, that was a thought I also had as well. But uh yeah, so that's my tidbit on the cosplay. Um and also to answer my own question, because I realize I didn't, I've never cosplayed before ever. And so uh so if I do do Tifa, that will actually be a first time for me. So yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, Isabel. It's It'll gonna be, be a passion project. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> I am down. Uh all right then. So what about you, Isabel? Have you cosplayed before first? And second of all, you know, who would you like to cosplay as? <laughs> Yeah, in terms of cosplay, I haven't done what I think is cosplay now. I mostly did, like, Halloween is the only time I would actually try to dress Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. And it's usually, like, with my friends or if I had, like, a work party, then I would dress up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the most recent one, because because my job gave us, like, $30 to go buy something, I was like, okay, I'll go buy a costume. so i bought one of those preset costumes from like spirit or something okay it's just the easiest one and i and i thought about which character i wanted to do so i am a big overwatch fan so i decided to choose ash and oh ash is so cool Mm -hmm. i love her design ash is just probably the easiest Mm -hmm. ash from Uh, Ash from Overwatch has silver hair, and she has a like a signature cowboy look. So she looks similar to McCree. They actually share a backstory together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I spelled it wrong. No wonder. <laughs> yeah, A S H E. I think yeah, it's not conventional. Yep. Spelling, oh, she's so. a top. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. hella top. She's great. <laughs> she's a top. Okay, go on. <laughs> but yeah, her costume was super useful because package just gave me everything the hat really that's so nice (laughs) costume um i think the only thing i actually had to put on was like black pants and boots which i already had Mm -hmm. so just putting that together was nice um and then yeah the coat on the back looked exactly like the design so yeah if you want to do like cheap cosplay don't have you know money to go all out and make weapons and things like that i recommend just going you know buying like presets uh so that you can just put it on and you and people still recognize me so that was the most fun part of like yeah my coworkers coming up like hey is that ash from overwatch i'm like yeah even though i didn't dye my hair like silver or anything because i'm like it's halloween it's one day i don't really want to dye my hair you know what's weird is that i kind of feel like you look like her Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. That kind of mysterious air, probably. Yeah. It's just like, I saw her face and I was like, that looks like Isabel. Like, I I don't know why. I just think, like, even with the black hair, I feel like if you got her makeup, that's all that really matters. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think you would pull off a really bomb ash. I think so, too. I would be down to help you make your, um, your, the signature shotgun that she uses, too. Okay, yeah. That would be really cool. I did not have a shotgun, so yeah, that would be nice, like, if I went all out on it probably that maybe get a wig i would be down to get a wig instead i do like her like short haircut um yeah mm -hmm. it'll be nice to have a bob too bob is like her robot character that she uses has her ultimate so i mean you i feel like i would probably have my boyfriend do that dress up as bob but i think he would overheat (laughs) and all that it's kind of like yeah it's a lot it's a lot as Bob in that. Is he? Is your boyfriend like a lot taller than you to pull off maybe a Bob? Yeah, he would definitely be a perfect size for a Bob if he Aww. wanted to do it. <laughs> That's cute. That is actually really cute. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely joked about him doing Bob. He's like, okay, really? And I'm like, yeah, why not? <laughs> of course, I haven't made him do it. Probably not. But it would be funny, I think. I think you two should do it. <laughs> Even if just like an air conditioning, you two can do it. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, that's the most recent one I did. Um, the other one I did way back in high school was 
for this one, like no one knew what I was dressed up as, but I thought it was the coolest thing ever. It was when I was really into Bleach, so I decided to dress up as Senna from Bleach, which is in the movie Memories of Nobody. Oh, Senna! Mm-hmm. Oh no, I cried at that movie. That movie it's was such so a sweet good. movie. I yeah. I've seen it a couple of times. I think Senna is super sweet and just the story is super nice. And, you know, Senna's just, she's not a character in the main series. But I think as a movie type and kind of also the fact that she's a Shinigami also made it kind of cool. So yeah, I went ahead and like, uh, I did one of those, the one that you mentioned, Agnes, the spray painting your hair purple. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. It was like sparkly purple, so I really enjoyed it at the time. But I also was too scared to put a lot because I'm like, what happens if it doesn't wash out? My hair will be ruined. (laughs) Your hair will be ruined. (laughs) Yeah, so I did that. And then she had a, instead of usually in Bleach, they wear like white sashes around their waist. Uh, But Senna has a red one. So I went with uh, using like a scarf around my waist for that one. I used like one of those swifter broomsticks as her sword. It's not really a sword type thing. It was more like a staff kind of, but that's what I used. Oh, like a bow staff. Yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Um, and then I wrapped like gold paper on it, you know, just trying to make it work. It'll shine gold and no one will notice that it's like a broomstick thing. <laughs> and yeah, my friends thought it was cool. They, just, they didn't know who I was, but I was like, I'm Senna. Like, you know, the whole day I was very excited about it. Um, Aww. <laughs> Yeah, I only have one picture of it, but like my friend took a picture and I was like just moving. So it's like one of those pictures where I'm blurred. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. I understand that. Yeah, but that was super fun. Um, And then I think maybe in the same year, probably, or maybe because we went to Halloween with my friends. They wanted to dress up as Naruto. So we went as four, as a group of four, um, as the Akatsuki. Hell yeah. That one, Hell yeah. That one definitely took a lot more work because we actually wanted to do it handmade. So we went to the, uh, like a fabric store and got the fabric. Uh, it was easy. We were just focused on the cloak. Um, and then we got like red fabric to line the sides. And mostly our aunt, my aunt ended up doing that because we were like, oh yeah, totally. We can sew it all together. And then we realized, yeah, we're a little too young for this and we don't know what the heck to do. <laughs> Right, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we we did do the clouds. The clouds is the most interesting part. So we like drew it on like red construction paper and and like marked it with like the white white parts kind of with like marker. Oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. yeah. That's actually kind of cute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we were all doing that. Like we're working hard on the clouds. And then after that, uh, my aunt would uh, sew that in for us. So it looked really real. Like we, yeah, we got a couple compliments on that. And then we also decided like, oh, we have to have the headbands too. So we put together um, like a blue kind of like fabric on top of that. And then we sewed on top. Um, so it was all fabric. So it wasn't like anything metal or anything for the headbands. But we like drew on them with like markers and then sewed them together and then put them on our foreheads. And then we're like, okay, uh, where are the Akatsuki now? We're going to go. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's really cool. I love it. I love it that you got to do kind of like a group cosplay and you did it with your friends rather than by yourself. So it becomes a lot more, it's a more fun opportunity for you. I always think it's fun to do it with friends, especially with cosplayers these, these days. And even if you cosplay by yourself or if you go to any of the cons or expos, um, you know, there's always like group cosplay. So like all these characters together will get together and or even if you see another person with the same cosplay, um, you'll check it out with them. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Glad that you were able to have so much fun with friends who was like who like contributed to that. <laughs> so are those wait, so are those your two picks, I guess? Or are do you have actually two picks on top of the stuff that you did do? <laughs> yeah, on top of that, what I want to try is one more from Overwatch. I want to do a Genji cosplay. Okay. Genji would be cool. Okay. The only reason why I want to do Genji is because I want him to light up. So I want to be inside the suit. <laughs> oh my I gosh! Want, I want it to You're light so up from cute. the inside. And that's only because I'd seen this cosplay before. This guy, I went to one of these um, Overwatch like watch parties. And it was, for, I think it was for SF Shock. So we went yeah. there and then some people actually cosplay. I'm like, we're just doing a watch party just to watch the pros play. But you guys didn't have to do cosplay. But... People actually dressed up 
and came and and watched in their cosplay. So I thought that was kind of neat. And yeah, this one guy did the Genji cosplay. He's like, he was going to take a picture and he's like, oh, wait, wait, let me like turn on my lights. Oh my gosh. And, yeah. And so it's like <laughs> started cool. glowing from the inside. I'm like, how cool would that be? Right. Especially if you did it at night or something or in like a darker space. And him just lighting up and his sword too. I was like very inspired by that. I was like, okay, that'd be awesome. Like if I do a cosplay and there's like some light up swords or things like that, I'm definitely going to put lights in there. <laughs> how, how does that work? You know, like it's like wired inside. Like, yeah, it has to be wired inside. You probably have some paneling and stuff. Kind of similar to how like um, on, what was it? And like PC computers in the um, in like the tower and stuff, you can have a lot of light, like LED light. Yeah. Stuff. It's, I don't think it's that hard. I think it's more difficult trying to wire it into a suit and then finding like the right switch to turn it on, you know? Okay. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, is it a button that they press? But I, how would they even wire it inside the clothes? I mean, I guess the costume, it doesn't necessarily have to be cloth per se, but oh, that sounds, that sounds I mean, very complicated. I mean, Genji's cosplay, well, Genji is like half machine, right? right. <laughs> so you're making a more like mecha, like a more like mecha type of thing where you just line the the edge some of the edges and the gaps of the armor with led lights mm. so you're actually not really sewing it into clothes okay that makes sense yeah 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 normally for you think of like power rangers in that sense right they're not necessarily like skin tight body clothes but they're more like armor pieces that you can slot on and you can have like led lights on you i did always think as a kid that they were skin tight clothes <laughs> <laughs> oh no gracie they are not skin tight clothes uh there was actually a guy at uh anime expo who was doing like a big mecha robotech kind of cosplay and he was all he was wearing underneath that massive cosplay that he had to have his friends help him put together on him was like just a thin like a very slick black top and like very skin tight pants so that he was slim enough so that he could actually fit through all the parts oh yeah interesting so that's how it usually works for those types of like cosplays where it's like external armor, like boxy type of things. But that's really cool that some cosplayer actually went the extra mile to make LED light up <laughs> things for Jack Genji, especially. Did he did his sword also light up too when he tried to go in that signature alt pose of his? Honestly, I can't remember. I would have to look at the picture I took of him. Okay. I feel like it did because, yeah, it just really stood out to me. But even if not, I, I remember it was definitely green, though. It definitely was very bright in my eyes. That's awesome. That's really cool. Did you did you have any other like potential ideas for cosplays that you would like to do other than like Overwatch? Anything from like other anime or like manga that you've seen? Yeah, the other game one that I wanted to do is probably from League of Legends. Uh, Sona is my favorite character. It's so oh, interesting okay. how we are all picking, even me who doesn't really play video games, are picking like video game characters. I, I, like, why is that? Is it just they have more designs? Is that it? It's because they have more designs. There's a lot more of a creative art team that goes behind for behind video games versus as compared to an anime where it's mostly like the mangaka that draws all the designs mm. which is why series like naruto one piece and bleach have critical acclaim is because you know the mangaka is drawing it all but in the animation form you notice like even like in a lot of isekais and stuff like that a lot of their outfits are not super elaborate for a reason because it's very difficult to animate but when you're in the video game industry it's the most it's the thing that is the most eye-catching and that you can animate it better in a video game I you think. know what it's something else you said like made me realize you are right about the whole isekai observation how like their designs aren't very interesting because even if we are talking about naruto and bleach they're their clothes and stuff are actually quite iconic. You know, like you see their yeah, clothes very iconic. and you know You can't when, you can't say like, oh, it's from another series, or you can't just pass by without knowing who exactly. They are. But right. with Isekai, yeah. you really can't do that. And considering how much Isekai anime there is out there, I feel like that's why there's just such a decrease in the anime you would cosplay and you would go more to video games where there's more creativity there. But yeah, okay, side tangent. Sorry, I, I just I was just wondering about that. But you're talking about the League of Legends character, Isabel? Yeah, I always want to just play the characters I really like. Um, I, I don't know how good I would look, but Sona would probably take a lot of effort because of her long hair and the fact that she plays the, I think it's the mandolin that she has. I, or, yeah. But yeah, I think she she would be a lot of effort, so I probably wouldn't do her. Um, but I think if I could and like put like a lot of effort, 
maybe. Um, but practically, I, I don't think she's practical for me. I would, I would just, I just kind of wish that I could uh, cosplay as her. Really, she has which skin blue hair? would you like the best? Yeah, she has yeah, blue she hair. Has she blue looks hair. like Miku. The skin, um, would it be like her classic, or would it be more of like her, um, her more like punk cyberpunk? Uh, yeah, she skin has that, that she punk has. one that's really nice. Um, or maybe the cybernetic one, maybe. Yeah, she yeah, yeah. Has yeah. that visor? That would be cool. I, I would be able to fit a lot of lights in there. Yeah. For for Isabel, it's all about the yeah, lights. We have, yeah, it's she, all she about the lights. The, the lights. <laughs> she wants the bling bling. Yeah, I I think you could do it. You could probably very much like do lights, and then you can make uh like highlights in your hair too. Kind of that like would be really hair, cute. Yeah. To give off the um the holiday look for uh for Sona. Yeah, the holiday lights would be nice too. Like I would. Somebody would be able to pull that off maybe for like Christmas time. That would be kind of cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. A Christmas cosplay party. (laughs) Oh gosh, Christmas. Oh boy, we have chosen some very, or you guys have chosen some very dramatic and um, ambitious uh, characters to cosplay as. (laughs) I mean, are there any other movie or media Things that you would like to cosplay as, Gracie. Like, you know, Bridgerton has, like, the whole um, uh, English, <laughs> you know, royal Christ- I'm, I, I'm talking about just costume design now in general, right? Yeah. Because costume design is still really big in a lot of Regency type of films. And you also have a lot of fantasy films, too. Um, and TV series, especially coming out of Netflix. So I was curious if there was any of them that you've seen and that you would actually want to try to cosplay. And if you, if there's any that comes off to mind, because it seems like you're the only one that's like, oh, I don't have a lot of pics. While Isabel and I are like, yes, female video game characters, <laughs> heck yes. <laughs> I guess. Um, I think I don't know, man. I like I have always like wanted to wear like Disney princesses outfits. Like that's probably okay. A thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But um, I did, I have to be honest, though, I tend to pick, I tend to pick simple outfits and like boring outfits. I, and this is just kind of like me as a person. Uh, My roommate gets on me all the time for this. Like she complains about how she feels like the clothes I wear doesn't really reflect who, what my personality is like, because my clothes are always capris. And then whatever kind of shirt that is like next in line and they can be a polo shirt and they can be like, you know, a prettier shirt with patterns or they have stripes and stuff like that. But I rarely, if ever, like play around with different styles and stuff. And so I don't I think I just couldn't be bothered, you know, for the longest time I didn't really care and I didn't really like admire other people's clothes or even like character designs to be completely honest and so I think I think there's just a part of me that's just very lukewarm about it so that's probably why like my picks are it's like oh if I can if it's simple then I'll do it (laughs) if it's a little more complicated then I don't even want to try I don't want to even like imagine or breach the topic so so that's probably why I guess like I said the fanciest was would probably be like I would be down to try like Disney, like actual like quality Disney princess sort of outfits with like multiple layers and stuff like that. But that's basically it. So yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I mean, that's a start. I mean, Disney princess, like, you know, there's a whole culture of Disney princesses and Disney wear. So that's like a whole new, I feel like touch on like, even you could almost call it like casual cosplay mm-hmm. because, you know, they do the whole thing where they try to match a lot of the themes and the accessory and the color palettes of Disney princesses and or try to pull something off that kind of mimics it, like the ruffles and the you know, multiple layers of skirts and stuff like that. So in a way, I think that is worth something to consider for cosplaying if you really want to I do did actually like see a Disney princess cosplay at Anime Expo and I was very surprised because oh. I was like, oh, I didn't expect this. What, what princess did they oh, go Oh gosh, as? I can't remember remember i hope it's not elsa because we're done with frozen let's oh. we don't talk about frozen well, I, hope don't, it's not elsa. I don't remember if it was frozen or if it was sleeping beauty or if it was like rapunzel maybe it could have been her i don't know i it's i don't remember who like what princess it was i just remembered it was a disney princess and i was like oh they're cosplaying disney princess here i was not expecting that so uh so that was like 
so that so that was a thing that like stood out to me so i know you said you don't want to talk about frozen but funnily enough i actually really like the outfits that elsa wears in frozen 2 and so like those are genuine oh frozen 2 yeah those are genuine dresses and outfits that i would just wear because i like them because they're skinny and or I mean, they look light and they're also somewhat asymmetrical, which is a huge thing of mine. I just love asymmetrical kind of clothing. And so uh, so it's like, funnily enough, like I do really like her outfits in the second movie. But yeah, I don't know. I cosplay isn't really a thing. And I do think I do think a large other part is that I do feel so conscious about my glasses and wanting to keep my glasses that I think early on I was just like, Oh, I don't really have much options to cosplay as in the first place. So, like, why bother even thinking about it? And it eventually turned into, like, oh, I don't even think about it at all. So, yeah. <laughs> well, the alternative is if we can't get you in, in that Tifa cosplay, we can definitely do Maki. Uh, you you Maki, have to, you'll have to pad doable. up my chest that much. <laughs> so. You know what? And that's okay. You know, as they talk about in... Um, uh, what's that? My dress what's up that darling? anime series? Yeah, my dress up darling. There's a lot of ways to pad up that yeah, chest, so I true. think you'll be just fine. <laughs> no, but I do love Tifa. She has like such a special part in my heart, just because of like that moment of seeing an Asian character in a media and being like, oh my gosh, like she's Asian and she's like a character and she's doing other stuff aside from studying what a brand new thing yes i'm i was very starved of seeing a people oh, you poor i thing. was very starved of like seeing like representation in my area because of just where i grew up as so it is what it is but yeah <laughs> Alrighty then all right we have we have our next project that's great let's do this <laughs> yeah it sounds like you two are very excited about that <laughs> But yeah, I think this, uh, I think that wraps up our episode for today. So I hope everyone enjoyed our, you know, little talk, little talk, our, our talk about cosplay, who we cosplay as and all the things that came with it. And yeah, um, I'd be curious to hear, you know, if you guys are interested in us cosplaying any of those things, because, you know, obviously we do like to hear some fan feedback. But other than that, I hope you'll be here with us next time. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.